You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. The Holy Spirit reminds me is the title of this devotion. Remembering spiritually is like eating. Forgetting spiritually is like feeling hungry, drinking, and feeling thirsty. You see, when you feel hungry, what do you do? What do you do? Do you feel guilty, condemned because you feel hungry? No, you eat something and that feeling goes away as you eat. Same with thirsty. You feel thirsty, your mouth is a bit dry, you you can feel it, I'm thirsty. You drink something and the feeling of thirst goes away. That is exactly what it's like to spiritually remember and spiritually forget. And the reason why that metaphor, that example is so important for you and me is because it is the natural course of living in this earthen vessel. That we get hungry, we eat. We get hungry, we eat. We get hungry, we eat. And that is the cycle. And we have, we need to keep eating, not to live in hunger. We need to keep drinking, not to live in thirst. And that is by the eating and drinking, we're kept alive physically. The same is true spiritually. We need to keep feeding on the life that is given to us through the Son to live as He lives. That's what Jesus says in John chapter 6, verse 57. He says, as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so he who feeds on me will live because of me. In verse, that's verse 57. In verse 35, he says, whoever comes to me will never hunger. Whoever believes in me will never thirst. When you don't know these things, then you can get the wrong way of believing in your experience as a Christian. People call it religion. You, you know, you, you get filled with the love of the Father, with the life of the Son of God, and you feel righteousness, peace, and joy by the Holy Spirit. The Bible talks about this in Romans 13, I think. And the kingdom of God is not in food and drink, but in righteousness, peace and joy by the Holy Spirit. And they who serve the Father in that spirit are pleasing to Him. That spirit of righteousness, peace and joy. Okay. And, and if you know that Jesus is the one who keeps giving you the Holy Spirit, right? Then you know that by feeding on the life of the Spirit that He gives, you live because of Him. And you keep feeding on Him by letting your roots grow deep into Him as you daily draw your nourishment for living as He lives from your union with Him. You keep feeding upon your communion with Him. It keeps filling you with the spirit of His righteousness, peace and joy at the Father's right hand. And you feel content and happy. And if you don't feel it, 
then you know all you're all you are experiencing is hunger spiritually, thirst spiritually, and you know what to do. Just like you go home and drink something or eat something, you go to Jesus and you say, Oh Lord, you said they that hunger and thirst of the righteousness shall be filled. Oh Lord, without you I can feel so earthly, so human. But with you, I feel heaven and all the life you have there with the Father. You are better to me than life itself, Jesus. I worship you. And room, here comes his spirit out of your communion with him. And you are satisfied from above. Proverbs 14, 14 says, a good man is satisfied from above. You're satisfied by the life that comes from above. And again, you know the Holy Spirit filling you and that is the Holy Spirit reminding you, reminding you of what you have in Jesus with the Heavenly Father, reminding you that you are a new creation, no more in condemnation here in the grace of God I stand. Oh, hallelujah. I am so excited about this to share these wonderful, simple things that Jesus taught us when he says here in John chapter 14, verse 26, the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that are said to you. Oh, hallelujah, when the Holy Spirit is here continuously to remind you. In chapter 12 of John, verse 16, chapter 12, verse 16, the disciples did not understand these things at first, but when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered these things were written about him and that they had done these things to him. Okay, that is something I find very important. You see, when the Holy Spirit is not active in our lives, then the scripture and what we go through does not connect. (laughs) Even though we know it's written, we don't connect it with our lives. But when the Holy Spirit is in us, he reminds us of these things that are written these things that are spoken, these things that the Lord has taught us. And it connects with our daily living. Oh, how powerful that can be. And how simple often. How simple, but how powerful. It connects. You have, let's say, an unfulfilled desire in your heart. And the enemy pushes on that unfulfilled desire to try to poison you with anger, resentment, and, 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 and upsetness, and unbelief, and doubt, and, and, and negativism. But the scripture comes to your refuge, to your help, to shut down the enemy's lies and deceptions, and to remind you the light. The Bible says, by the opening of the word in Psalm 119, verse 165, there's light. And the word comes to you. They that delight themselves in the Lord, Psalm 37, verse 5 and 6, shall be given the desires of their heart. And you, that scripture just comes and you say, oh, Father, I know you always meet my need. You know what I've need of before I ask. Lord, these desires yearning me. 
I thank you, Father. You know them so well. You are more than enough. I trust you, Father. I commit them to you. And I thank you, Lord, that you will work all things for my good and that you will give me the desires of my heart. And you, you have these different scriptures that the Holy Spirit begins to connect with you to help you in your daily living. It says here in John 15, verse 7, If you abide in me, stay one with me, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. You see, when the Holy Spirit is there in you to remind you, oh, thank you, Father. You know that I so would love to enjoy this. And I trust you. You know, Father, I thank you for being with me and in me and for your word, Lord, that you, Father, give me the desires of my heart. You will work it. I try, you see, the Holy Spirit helps you, reminds you of the word, and it connects with your daily living. Now, this is what I really feel is one of the important things about the Holy Spirit reminding you that yes, you remember by the Holy Spirit, I'm born of God. You remember I'm a new creation. You remember I'm no more in condemnation. You remember here in the grace of God I stand, as I shared with you a moment ago. But you also have the Holy Spirit bringing the scriptures to your heart to apply to your daily life. And you could be reading the Bible and pop, <coughs> there the Holy Spirit says that and it fits what you're believing, praying, standing in faith for. You need the Word of God many times to be able to face things that seem impossible or that seem to be so painfully difficult. If I take you for a moment to the Gospel of Luke, and I won't make this devotion too long, here in the Gospel of Luke, starting at verse 22 of chapter 24 of Luke, Mm. Well, let's start a bit earlier. <clears throat> it says in verse 13, Now behold, two of them were traveling that same day to the village called Emmaus, which is seven miles from Jerusalem. Okay, we know that that was Cleopas, Jesus' father, Joseph's brother. Cleopas was married to Mary. So Cleopas is, so to speak, Jesus' uncle by natural, right? By, by, the, by name, really, because he was the son of God and, and born of the woman. But Cleopas was, so to speak, his uncle and his aunt, Mary. And he joins them. Jesus joins them. They were talking together of all the things that had happened. This is Sunday. They're walking back seven miles to their hometown, Emmaus, on a Sunday. And it was while they conversed and reasoned that Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were restrained so that they did not know him. And he said to them, what kind of conversation is this that you are having 
one another while you walk and are sad. Then one whose name was Clebus answered and said to him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem and have not known the things that happened there in these days? And he said to them, What things? So they said to him, The things concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet mighty indeed and word before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. And we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel indeed. Besides all this, today is the third day since these things have happened. Yes, and certain women of our company who arrived at the tomb early astonished us when they did not find his body and came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. And certain of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the woman said, but him they did not see. And he said to them, O foolish ones, and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. You see, because the Holy Spirit was not living in them, the things that they knew were written did not connect to what was happening. You know, friends, the Holy Spirit wants to remind you of what is written when you're in a conflict, (laughs) when you are in a trial, when you are in a challenge, when you don't know naturally what to do about things and when things, naturally speaking, are utterly hopeless. He wants to bring the word to your heart. He wants to bring the word to your thoughts. He wants to bring light to the situation. God's word is light. And he says, Ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and enter into his glory and beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Do you see how Jesus lived filled with the Holy Spirit and the Word was this glorious resource to help guide his steps and be a light to his feet and a a lamp to his feet and a light to his path. Do you see how the Holy Spirit was there to remind of all the things spoken concerning him that helped him to have his steps ordered of the Lord and directed by God. David realized this. Listen what David says in Psalm Psalm 139. And David says, um, he says, your eyes saw my substance, verse 16 of Psalm 139, being yet unformed. In your book, they all were written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. He says, you saw me coming into this world in flesh and blood before I appeared. And you wrote about my coming. Of course, David hears prophetically by the Holy Spirit speaking about the coming of Jesus that all that which was written about him was spoken long before he physically came. 
And David connected into this way of living where the Holy Spirit reminds you of the things that are written to light up your path. Well, let me just finish here with Clavis. And Jesus opened the word to them. And then their eyes were opened and they knew him and said to one another in verse 32, did not our hearts burn within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? And they rose early, uh, rose up that very hour, returned to Jerusalem and found the 11 and those who were with them gathered together. And they said, the Lord is risen indeed, he appeared. And all of this excitement happened in their lives because now the word was reminding them their hearts were on fire with what God was doing. Do you see that you can go from sadness as they were sad, disappointed, distraught, and completely defeated in their hopes to excitement and fire? Oh, friends, come on. You can be in a place you can feel such pain of hopelessness and pain of despair and pain of like it's over, it's finished, it's dead. Uh, uh, Okay. And then the Word comes. The Holy Spirit reminds you of the Word and resurrects hope and resurrects expectation and resurrects joy. And all of a sudden you say, I know it all seems bare and empty and hopeless and like we'll never live through this. But the word came to my heart and I know, I know. And that is not just a natural knowing, an intellectual knowing. It's a Holy Ghost knowing, reminding you of the word and helping you through every situation in life. Amen. Have a good day.